We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to A Taste of Romamu, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Romamu, please visit romumu.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Chag Sameach. I like that enthusiasm. Yantiv. Pesach is the Jewish declaration of powerlessness over our lives. In this moment, we recognize that we were once slaves in Egypt. And the Hebrew word for Egypt is Mitzrayim, which means, which comes from the word Tsar, means narrow in Hebrew. We're recognizing that when we were in bondage, we were in a narrow place. And in many ways, we are still in a narrow place. Passover is coming to tell us that we groaned and cried out to God and that God remembered God's promise to our ancestors. And this is the narrative that we find at the heart of the Passover story. Rabbi Josh, Rabbi Josh, could you hold on a second? <laughs> With all due respect, I can't really listen to this anymore. What? It's, it's, it's all true, but it's kind of exhausting. And a little, a little trite. Trite? Just a little. I mean, I, I love these, I love these themes, but. Yeah. I don't think it's trite. I think it's meaningful to talk about being in a narrow place and Tsar and Mitzrayim. I think it's like a great trash. Yeah, that's because you're 34 years old. <laughs> that's ageism. Yeah, of course it's that's ageism. ageism. Of course it's ageism. Age needs to come with some kind of upside. Like one of them is that we live long enough to hear certain things a bunch of times. And then we can call them trite. You know, I may be young, but I do feel like I've had very real, intense experiences in my life. Okay. Um, maybe you can share something that will shed light on what's happening here, and maybe we can break it down a little bit. Let's get organized here. Okay. You know, I just feel totally stuck right now, and I don't know how to move forward. I feel like the walls are just closing in on me. I feel like I'm, I'm burning up, just perpetually lost and unsure about the direction I want to go in my life right now. Okay, uh, let's, let's dive into the modality that I use the most. It's only 10 years old from the Romamu Handbook. <laughs> Moses and monotheism, I mean, uh, a.k.a. Torah as Dharma wisdom. What do you think you are really connecting with in this Parsha? You know, what I really like about this text and what speaks to me is what I was saying earlier, this idea of being in a narrow place. Like, I know that it might sound trite to you, but it really feels true to me. Like, that's why I started to read that piece earlier. I mean, that was, that was my, my true Torah of the moment. I mean, it, it, it's a good Torah, but uh, how so? You know, not knowing about my future, I'm feeling, I'm feeling lost. And I love the idea that the Torah and that the holiday are coming to remind us that liberation is possible. You know, in many ways, it's a new beginning. Oh, you know what would be a great idea for this kavanah? We, you know how Rabbi David is always talking about how the Passover story is a birth story and how we are going through the doorway with the blood and the doorpost, and it's like exiting the womb. What if we made a gigantic womb right now and everyone passed through it? 
That was really my idea for the Kavanaugh, by the way. But, Sounds interesting. It's like we'll all, you know, like we'll have a physical manifestation to remind us of the fact that in this moment we're all being reborn and having a beautiful new beginning. Okay, it sounds a little messy. All right. I agree, though, that this is a time for new beginnings, and as we ritualize it at the Seder, I get that. But I also love the Judaism that we have so many new years, and this is a new year for liberation, and that's really worthwhile. But in this portion, Bishalach, they're finally being released by Pharaoh. The Israelites can go in a few different directions. But the first verse that's coming up explicitly says that although the obvious way is to go via the Plishtim, God steers them away from that path because the Plishtim are a people who trigger fight-or-flight responses. And that's kind of war, so they go via the Red Sea. How far out of the way is it? You know, this this week I was in Brooklyn and I ended up taking the two or three instead of the queue and it added like 20 minutes to my commute. Uh, yeah, a little bit longer than that. It's about 40 years longer. And that's partly due to the spy story in Bashalach, which hasn't yet happened. But as they say, there's no early or late. Unlike the Seder, there's really actually no order in the Torah. You know, I know that I have a terrible sense of direction and I'm always getting lost, but 40 years? That's pretty inconvenient. Why does God do that? I think it takes about that long to work out trauma. I don't think we can start really healing and moving forward right away. We get totally, when we totally get sick of telling our own personal narrative, maybe five, year, five years after that, after we finish getting sick of our narrative, uh, very few people actually get there before 40 years old. And more than half of it right here on the couch. I know it's ageism again. You know, it's interesting that you talk about like the the road that God's steering them on as the alternative, because the word that's used for steering away is the root, the shorish of nunchet mem, nachem, or vayinachem, like nachemu, which also can really mean comfort. Yeah, um, well, the, the word in this parshat actually means to lead, to move them away, and it contains the meaning also of the word comfort. It's a really interesting choice here. God is leading us away from triggering patterns, but also teaching us about why and how, at the same time, we find comfort in those patterns. Oh, you know, I guess I can relate to that. I feel like I'm always making the same mistakes over and over again in life. And maybe you're right. Maybe I make those mistakes because, well, maybe I'm not always ready to move forward yet. And so I've been stuck in negative cycles of behavior. And I'll tell you the specifics once live stream is off. Um, but I've been acting out because maybe I'm not ready to move forward and there's something comforting and safe in these old ways of being, even if they're not actually healthy for me in the long run. What, are you saying that this is, that's like in this Torah portion? Like the whole thing is a metaphor for how sometimes we get stuck in places that are not whom or comforting, but simultaneously damaging and still aren't ready to move on? That's pretty much exactly what I'm saying. Uh, that's the paradox. We want things to cause us immediate gratification, illusions of comfort and freedom and soothing symptoms of loneliness, because sometimes that's easier than really progressing forward. But it's dark medicine. Um, in the long run, those things just become total enslavement. I'm sorry, like it's just the way it is. And that's like the same thing as the message in Shema, don't be led astray after your hearts or your eyes. Don't get distracted, keep moving forward. In a few verses, we'll actually talk about bringing Yosef's bones along. Um, that has a lot of meaning, too. Taking up our whole history, our answers, our stories, our grief, our triumphs, our family dynamics. Maybe I'll, you know, I don't know, we'll take the bones, bones, bones. 
We'll take the bones, 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 bones with us. We'll take the bones. Is that a real song? No, actually, I'm just making it up on the spot. I, I, I have a, I have secret desire to be a musician at this, not just a therapist. So, but, sorry, that wasn't. No, possible. no, that was good. What you said actually really speaks to me, um, and I'm wondering if it speaks to anyone else out here. And I'm wondering if this could just be the kavana. Maybe, my therapist, maybe you just want to call up people as that being the kavana right now. I think that's a good idea. Um, if our, are there anybody, any people out here that might feel a relationship with some of these themes of getting stuck in old patterns, revisiting the family dynamics that are from a very long time ago, and we're acting those same things out in our life, and we're stuck in narrow places. We're, we feel like our life story is sometimes trite because we've said it over and over again. If any of this speaks to you, please come up for the Aliyah. <laughs> 